This episode of the MedBullet Step 1 podcast will go over the topic of cell-mediated immunity from the immunology section on MedBullets.com. So as a quick overview, cell-mediated immunity is the result of cooperation between innate and adaptive immunity to destroy virus-infected cells before they can produce more virus, damage pathogenic bacteria, fungi, and parasites, and eliminate cancerous cells that lack normal cell surface proteins. Again, cell-mediated immunity is the result of cooperation between innate and adaptive immunity to destroy virus-infected cells before they can produce more virus, damage pathogenic bacteria, fungi, and parasites, and eliminate cancerous cells that lack normal cell surface proteins. The cells involved in immunity can be divided into the primary effector cells, such as granulocytes, macrophages, CD8 T cells, and natural killer or NK cells. Cells involved in immunity can also be divided into secondary support cells, such as CD4 helper T cells and dendritic cells. Cell-mediated immunity can result from the innate immune response, activation of T cells, and coordination of cells via cytokines. Now, let's go over some important cytokines in cellular immunity. Remember that cytokines are key coordinators of the cellular immune response by promoting vascular changes near the site of inflammation, recruiting of other target cells, differentiation of target cells, and signaling to distant organs. Again, cytokines are key coordinators of the cellular immune response by promoting vascular changes near the site of inflammation, recruiting of other target cells, differentiation of target cells, and signaling to distant organs. Cytokines can be secreted by a variety of cells, including activated macrophages, helper T cells, and killer T cells. So let's go over some important cytokines in cellular immunity. Interleukin-1 causes fever and acute inflammation, and it also activates endothelial expression of adhesion molecules. It's secreted by macrophages. Again, interleukin-1 causes fever and acute inflammation. It activates endothelial expression of adhesion molecules and is secreted by macrophages. Interleukin-2 stimulates growth and survival of T-cells and NK-cells. It's secreted by all T-cells. Again, interleukin-2 stimulates growth and survival of T-cells and NK-cells and is secreted by all T-cells. Interleukin-3 stimulates the growth and differentiation of bone marrow cells. It is also secreted by all T-cells. Again, interleukin-3 stimulates the growth and differentiation of bone marrow cells and is secreted by all T-cells. Interleukin-4 induces differentiation of helper T-cells into Th2 subtype cells, and it also promotes growth of B-cells and enhances class switching to IgG and IgE. Interleukin-4 is secreted by Th2 cells. Again, interleukin-4 induces differentiation of helper T-cells into Th2 subtype cells, and it also promotes growth of B-cells as well as enhances class switching between IgG and IgE. It is secreted by Th2 cells. Interleukin-5 promotes growth and differentiation of B-cells and eosinophils, and it also promotes class switching to IgA. It is secreted by Th2 cells. Again, interleukin-5 promotes growth and differentiation of B-cells as well as eosinophils. It also promotes class switching to IgA and is secreted by Th2 cells. Interleukin-6 stimulates fever and causes increased production of acute phase proteins by the liver. It is secreted by the macrophages. Again, interleukin-6 stimulates fever and causes increased production of acute phase proteins by the liver and is secreted by the macrophages. 
Interleukin-8 stimulates chemotaxis by neutrophils to the sites of infection and is secreted by macrophages. Again, interleukin-8 stimulates chemotaxis by neutrophils to the sites of infection and is secreted by macrophages. Interleukin-10 decreases inflammatory response by inhibiting macrophages and dendritic cells, and it also decreases expression of MHC molecules and Th1 cytokines. It's secreted by regulatory T-cells. Again, interleukin-10 decreases inflammatory response by inhibiting macrophages and dendritic cells. It also decreases expression of MHC molecules and Th1 cytokines. It is secreted by regulatory T-cells. Interleukin-12 promotes differentiation of T-cells into Th1 cells, and it also activates killing by NK cells. It is secreted by macrophages. Again, interleukin-12 promotes differentiation of T-cells into Th1 cells and activates killing by NK cells. It is secreted by macrophages. Tumor necrosis factor alpha alters the vascular endothelium to promote leakage. It recruits diverse white blood cells to the site of release and induces fever. It is released by macrophages. Again, tumor necrosis factor alpha alters the vascular endothelium to promote leakage. It recruits diverse white blood cells to the site of release and induces fever. It is released by macrophages. Interferon alpha slash beta activates the antiviral defense system of cells. It downregulates protein synthesis and upregulates MHC expression for easy recognition of infected cells. It is secreted by all cells. Again, interferon alpha slash beta activates the antiviral defense system of cells, downregulates protein synthesis, and upregulates MHC expression for easy recognition of infected cells. It is secreted by all cells. Finally, interferon gamma activates macrophages to kill ingested organisms. It promotes granuloma formation. It increases MHC and antigen presentation by all cells and increases killing by NK cells. It is secreted by Th1 cells. Again, interferon gamma activates macrophages to kill ingested organisms. It promotes granuloma formation, increases MHC and antigen presentation by all cells, and increases killing by NK cells. It is secreted by Th1 cells. Finally, let's talk about effector mechanisms. Macrophage and neutrophil killing depends on oxygen-dependent mechanisms such as respiratory burst, and oxygen-independent mechanisms, including hydrolytic enzymes that destroy peptides, defensins that form holes in bacterial membranes, lactoferrin that binds iron and denies it to bacteria, and lysozymes that cleave bacterial peptidoglycan walls. Again, macrophage and neutrophil killing depend upon oxygen-dependent mechanisms such as respiratory burst, and oxygen-independent mechanisms, including hydrolytic enzymes that destroy peptides, defensins that form holes in bacterial membranes, lactoferrin that binds iron and denies it to bacteria, and lysozymes that cleaves bacterial peptidoglycan walls. NK and cytotoxic CD8 T-cell killing depends upon three mechanisms, including exocytosis of cytotoxic granules containing granzymes that are apoptosis-activating serine proteases and perforin that makes a hole in membranes. NK and cytotoxic CD8 T-cell killing also depends on fast ligand that directly signals target cells to undergo apoptosis, and cytokine signaling mainly through TNF pathways that also induce apoptosis. So again, NK and cytotoxic CD8 T-cell killing depends upon three mechanisms, including exocytosis of cytotoxic granules containing granzymes that are apoptosis-activating serine proteases and perforin that makes a hole in membranes, 
NK and Sutter Toxic CD8 T cell killing also depends on fast ligand that directly signals target cells to undergo apoptosis and cytokine signaling mainly through TNF pathways that also induce apoptosis. Keep in mind that notably NK cells are inhibited by MHC complexes on the surface of cells. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A researcher is studying the circulating factors that are released when immune cells are exposed to antigens. Specifically, she is studying a population of CD2-positive cells that have been activated acutely. In order to determine which factors are secreted by these cells, she cultures the cells in media and collects the used media from these plates after several days. She then purifies a small factor from this media and uses it to stimulate various immune cell types. She finds that this factor primarily seems to increase the growth and prolong the survival of other CD2-positive cells. Which of the following is most likely the factor that was purified by this researcher? And the choices are 1, interleukin 1, 2, interleukin 2, 3, interleukin 3, 4, interleukin 4, and 5, interleukin 5. The correct answer to this question is 2, interleukin 2. So this researcher who purified a factor secreted by T-cells that stimulates T-cell growth and survival most likely isolated interleukin-2. To quickly review, cytokines are small circulating proteins that serve as key coordinating factors within the immune system. They are produced by members of the cellular immune response including macrophages and T-cells in response to activation. They subsequently lead to vascular changes, recruiting of cells, differentiation of cells, and signaling to distant organs. A large family of cytokines are the interleukin family of which an important member is interleukin-2. Interleukin-2 is produced by T-cells, which are CD2 positive, and signals to other T-cells in order to promote growth and prolong survival. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, interleukin-1 is incorrect, as interleukin-1 is secreted by macrophages and causes fever and increased expression of adhesion molecules. Answer 3, interleukin-3 is incorrect, as interleukin-3 is secreted by T-cells and stimulates the growth and differentiation of bone marrow cells. Answer 4, interleukin-4 is incorrect, as interleukin-4 is secreted by Th2 cells and promotes the growth and class-switching ability of B-cells and stimulates IgE production. Answer 5, interleukin-5 is incorrect, as interleukin-5 is secreted by Th2 cells and promotes growth and differentiation of B-cells as well as eosinophils and stimulates IgA production. To leave you with a bullet summary, interleukin-2 is a cytokine that promotes the growth and survival of T-cells. Moving on to the next question. A 21-year-old man is brought to the emergency department after a motorcycle collision where he sustained extensive lower extremity abrasions. On presentation, he is found to have particles of gravel, dirt, and other contaminants in the wound. Several days after presentation, he develops a fever and increased pain in the abrasions. A peripheral blood smear shows erythrocytes, platelets, and leukocytes. The leukocytes are most likely neutrophils, as evidenced by the 4 to 5 lobes on a clear cytoplasmic background. These leukocytes are also found in a swab of the patient's wound. Which of the following interleukins is most likely responsible for the recruitment of these cells to the injury? And the choices are 1, IL-2, 2, IL-4, 3, IL-5, 4, IL-8, and 5, IL-12.
the correct answer to this question is 4, IL-8. So this patient who presents with fever and increased pain after sustaining a contaminated abrasion most likely has an acute soft tissue infection. IL-8 is one of the cytokines responsible for recruiting neutrophils to sites of inflammation. To quickly review, chemotaxis is the process by which innate immune cells such as neutrophils are attracted to sites of inflammation. Chemotaxis occurs because neutrophils preferentially move towards cytokines that are produced during inflammation, including leukotriene B4 or LTB4, IL-8, 5-hydroxyicosetrionic acid or 5-HETE, and the complement fragment C5A. For example, during an acute infection, the concentration of these chemokines will be higher at the site of infection compared with the rest of the body. Therefore, neutrophils will preferentially translocate to the site of infection where they can release cytotoxic substances to destroy microbial organisms. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, IL-2 is incorrect, as IL-2 is involved in stimulating the growth and survival of T-cells and natural killer cells. These cells are also white blood cells, but would appear with fewer lobes and a higher nucleus to cytoplasmic ratio. Answer 2, IL-4 is incorrect, as IL-4 is involved in the development of B-cells and causes class switching of antibodies into IgG and IgE isoforms. B-cells are lymphocytes that would appear with an oblong rather than multilobular nucleus. Answer 3, IL-5 is incorrect, as IL-5 is involved in the production and growth of eosinophils. These cells usually are bilobed and have a red or pink cytoplasmic background. And finally, answer 5, IL-12 is incorrect, as IL-12 is involved in activating natural killer cells. These cells are lymphocytes with little cytoplasm and few, if any, lobes. So to leave you with a bullet summary, chemotaxis is the process of recruiting neutrophils to sites of acute inflammation and involve the chemokines leukotriene B4 or LTB4, IL-8, 5-hydroxyicosatrionic acid or 5-HETE, and the complement fragment C5A. And moving on to the final question, a three-year-old recent immigrant is diagnosed with primary tuberculosis. Her body produces T-cells that do not have IL-12 receptors on their surface, and she is noted to have impaired development of Th1 T-helper cells. Which of the following cytokines would benefit this patient? And the choices are 1, IL-4, 2, IL-17, 3, IL-22, 4, interferon gamma, and 5, TGF-beta. The correct answer to this question is 4, interferon gamma. So this patient's clinical presentation is most consistent with IL-12 receptor deficiency, resulting in deficient Th1 cell activity. Interferon gamma is normally produced by Th1 cells and would improve immune function. To quickly review, intracellular bacterial pathogens are addressed by the immune system via proliferation of Th1 T helper cells which activate phagosomes inside macrophages. These cells produce the cytokines interleukin-2, interferon gamma, and tumor necrosis factor alpha. Extracellular pathogens are addressed by Th2 T helper cells which produce interleukins 4, 5, 6, 10, and 13. Both Th1 and Th2 cells are formed from Th0 progenitor cells. Since IL-12 signaling is necessary for differentiation of Th0 cells into Th1 cells, an IL-12 receptor deficiency leads to decreased production of Th1 cells. Cooper et al. discussed the diagnosis of primary immune deficiencies. 
They note that T-cell deficiencies typically manifest in children younger than six months and are associated with increased incidence of intracellular bacteria, such as mycobacterium tuberculosis, as well as viruses such as cytomegalovirus and Epstein-Barr virus. Kaufman discusses the mechanism of bacterial killing for intracellular bacteria. Intracellular bacteria survive inside small vesicles in macrophages, which are called phagosomes. Th1 activation causes increased destruction of phagosome contents, leading to eradication of the infected cells. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, IL-4 is incorrect, as IL-4 is produced by Th2 cells. Answer 2, IL-17 is incorrect, as IL-17 is produced by Th17 cells. Answer 3, IL-22 is incorrect, as IL-22 is also produced by Th17 cells. And finally, answer 5, TGF-beta is incorrect, as TGF-beta is produced by T regulatory cells. That's all for this review about cell-mediated immunity. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the MedBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.